You are now listening to the Online Course Podcast, the place where online course creators come to learn how to sell more of their online courses. Here's your host, Jono Petrohilos. Okay. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Course Creator Community Podcast. I'm super excited because I've got a very special guest on the other line this week. I, I'm not too sure whereabouts in the USA he is at the moment. I know he's somewhere from there, but by the time this podcast comes out, he'll probably be in a, another place uh, still. So, But he's somewhere in the, the United States. And this person is an absolute rock star when it comes to online courses. He's got an online course podcast, the online course Igniter. He's got an online course Facebook group, the online course Igniter. Just search him anywhere. Pick one platform, type in (laughs) um, online course Igniter. You'll find him there. He's very successful in selling his own online courses. He makes give or take um, about six figures a year selling his online courses. And now he also helps other course creators create and sell more of their courses as well. So without further ado, let me introduce the one and only Mr. Jeremy Dean. Jeremy, how are you? Nice to meet you. Hey, how's it going, everyone? Yes, awesome. Hey, Jeremy, I like to start all my podcasts off with a quote or mantra that inspires you or fires you up. Have you got one for uh, us? Yeah, I actually, I wrote one down uh, because I want to make sure that I said it right. Now, this people have heard this one before. It's pretty, pretty popular, but it's from a guy named Zig Ziglar. Mm. And it says, you can have everything in life you want if you will just help enough other people get what they want. And I picked this one, I feel like it's really important because it's something that I really didn't focus on in the beginning. Uh, It was very me focused. What are my hobbies? What are things that I like to do? How can I make money? And that was a wrong approach on going out and serving the world. And through time, through experience, through learning and maturity, I've learned that you are only going to be successful by helping others, by being there for others. Other people have problems that they need solved. And it's our, our duty, our goal to get out there and help those people. When you do that, success will follow. Yes, love that. I'm a huge fan of that quote myself. And I would say with six successful course creators, it's probably the most common one. So I ask that question every <laughs> every um, time someone comes on. And, and that's probably the one that comes up most with successful course creators. And I think it's very congruent to course creation, right? Because it's like, if you just want to set up a course because you want to make money or because you think you're good or because you think you're the expert, you're probably not going to be a successful course (laughs) creator. And I probably won't interview you on this podcast, right? But if you've got the flip side and you're like, okay, hold on. If I can just help another people, enough people get what they want, it's going to help with my course. Maybe if I help a few out for free, they're going to buy my course. Maybe if my course is really good and it actually gets the result, then they're going to do my second course or they're going to post how good it was on social media and more people are going to find out about it. Or they're going to leave me this amazing video testimonial, which is going to lead to somebody else doing the course. And then it's a, a follow on effect on that. So I love That's that. Exact- Yep, that's right. Um, but hey, on this note, Jeremy, I want this podcast to be all about you. You've got a, a really cool story. You know, you've sold a lot of courses. Uh, I'm happy just to hand it over for you for, to you for the next 35, 40 minutes, whatever we've got, and just let us know. You know, to, how, how do you sell six? What I'm thinking we do is this: you share your journey. You're like, hey, here's mm-hmm. what I did. Here's what I learned. Here's where I stuffed up. Here's where I got lucky. Here's where I did well. You know, and 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 we can sort of stop and and mm-hmm. break down and, and share some takeaways as we go. But I just want it to be about your story. Just start where you want to start and and let us know what's your story. Yeah, definitely. So uh, I got. I've always been kind of entrepreneurial. I had different businesses. I had a screen printing business. I tried doing different things online, and I was in a mastermind. And someone had mentioned teaching online on a platform called Udemy. It was still pretty new at the time. It'd been out for a couple of years, but I joined in 2015. And I threw a course up there. I've been messing around with a program called Canva at the time, which is very popular now. It wasn't popular back then. Um, And I threw a course up there and I made my first $24 and it was just like something that I had just taken my time and not, you know, not much else, just my expertise and put on this platform had made money before I was uh, doing t-shirt sales and I was running ads to t-shirts and I was making money, but there wasn't much, you know, profit. There wasn't much margin. Uh, It wasn't as successful as I would have liked for it to have been. But this was something where I just put in my own expertise and education and knowledge. 
put it into a course, threw it up there, and it made 24 bucks. The next month, uh, we go to a water park with my family. And I remember this day walking into the water park and I'm getting the notifications on my phone, you know, the ding, the ding. And I, I look down and I'm just making sale after sale after sale. Now, back then on Udemy, uh, if you're not familiar with the platform, Udemy is an online course marketplace where uh, tons of instructors teach and tons of people go to learn courses. They kind of help you with the marketing a little bit. And we'll get into that. Um, but it was just, it was so fascinating that I was making these sales. I was spending time with my family at this water park and in the background, I was making money and I didn't have to pay for ads and I didn't have to do some of these things up front. And I was blown away and I was hooked from that point forward. So from there, I went on to create a lot of courses. I think now on the platform, if you go look at my profile, I haven't made one in a while. I probably have about uh, a little over a dozen and I've helped other course creators create courses. And now I'm coaching people into uh, creating courses, marketing and selling their courses also. But it was just, it was a fascinating experience that I got to spend time with my wife and my brother and sister, mom and dad, and all these people. And in the background, here were these sales that just keep coming and coming and coming. And yeah, it was all downhill from there. Yes. Love it. Let's, um, let's expand on some of these a bit, because I think there's some really cool points there. Even just from that little story there, I think there's some really cool things that I've taken away. Uh, the first one is, so your first course was on Canva. Was that, is that right, Jeremy? Yes. Yeah. That's oh. a graphic design program. It's great for social media. So if you need to make, you know, social media images and things like that, uh, it makes it very simple. You don't need Photoshop and some of these other bigger programs. And I, yeah, I put a course up on that. I, I was learning it at the time. And, and this goes back to what I said earlier. I was just kind of like, I, w- I wasn't thinking about who to help. I was just thinking about what can I do? You know, mm-hmm. like, what can I make? And I was like, oh, I know this program. I'll throw that up there. So that was the first course that I made. Yeah, well, I think it's, even in saying that, I, th- I think it is a good idea because what, what ha- I don't know if Jeremy did this on purpose, but it's like, he's a hot platform that people really want to know how to use and he knows how to use it, put it on there, got in there early. And it's probably similar with, similar with Udemy as well, where I'm not sure if Udemy is the best platform at the moment, but you know, five years ago, you know, Hey, you know, get in there early. And I think that's a a good point there. Jeremy got in early teaching Canva because now if you want to go and teach Canva, there's probably a million, you know, YouTube videos (laughs) for free or whatever. Right. But five years ago made a bit, it was a bit more um, specific and then same with that Udemy platform. So I think that's key there. There's even some some good points here, and we'll probably dive into this later, but I love how you mentioned when you signed up for Udemy, you sort of got sale after sale after sale after sale, and I think that's cool, and, and we'll, we'll dive into it a, a bit later, but I think that is another point as well where if you're creating an online course, creating it is just half of it, right? There's also the selling part as well, mm-hmm. and that is one of the advantages on Udemy where if you do some things right, you're going to make some sales. Uh, if you don't have that, you got to go out and do do your own marketing. Uh, And then I love how you've just mentioned the passive income side of things and also how you don't really need to do any much. That's why I like online courses as well. It's like, you've got your knowledge, you pay your hundred bucks a month for teachable or or whatever it is. And then that's pretty much it. You know, whereas Mm -hmm. a lot of other businesses, (laughs) Hey, you want to open up a restaurant, you know, you want to open up a screen printing business. There's all these expenses. There's not really any for for course careers. I think it's the, the closest thing to passive income, that exists is once you create that course, you know, yeah, you got to do the marketing and selling, but pretty much once you sell it, it's nothing else there, you know, or very little yeah. there. Yeah. There's, there's definitely ways to set up automations and systems that can continually sell it even, and you can remove yourself completely if you wanted to. I mean, there are points where you can get to where you can remove yourself and it will sell on autopilot and deliver the material uh, for them. And so that's one of the things that really drew me in. Uh, I've tried other different things before and I knew there were some business models that I didn't want to do at all. So brick and mortar to me, I've never really had any interest in doing that. Um, I had a web design company at one time. So I did a little bit of online business before that. Uh, But I really like digital products, I think Mm -hmm. is, is things that I find most attractive, things that you can create stick on a website and they sell because there's no inventory. So my goal in life is to travel with my family. And so to do that, I can't have inventory. Um, I had a t-shirt, uh, a screen printing business myself. So I did both screen printing and I did online shirt sales through platforms like Teespring. Um, but when I was doing the t-shirt printing business, I realized I didn't really want to do that because you have to have so much stock of inventory. You have to have 
inks and emulsions and frames and blank t-shirts. And it was just too much. I realized, you know, this isn't really for me. So when I found out about digital products and things that you can sell online, it can be an online course. It could be music files. It could be templates. Uh, I even uh, looked into selling 3D assets for video games. I mean, you can find stuff like that online. I find that very appealing because you can set up systems, you can set them up on platforms and sell them over and over without the overhead and without the inventory. Yes, love it. All right, cool. So tell me more about your journey here, Jeremy. We can go a few different ways. So you started on Udemy, right? Was that the vehicle? Was it like, hey, this is selling well, cool. Let me go all in on Udemy and let me get more courses on there and let me work out how this marketing platform works. Or was it like, you know what? Udemy's got me to here, but now I want to go on my own. What what did you sort of do from there? Yeah. So uh, back in 2015, when I started, after I started making sales, it lit a fire under me immediately. And I started making more and more courses. So for the next couple of years, my focus was just creating courses, trying different courses, trying different things that I like to do. So uh, most of my courses, if you go look on my Udemy profile, is going to be around graphic design and audio. So I, like I said, I come from a little bit of a music background. So I have a course on GarageBand. I have a course on um, uh, music theory and Photoshop and graphic design. So kind of those art kind of courses. And they have done very well. I, I uh, have made over six figures on the platform itself, uh, which it puts me in probably like the top 10% of people on the platform. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of people join the platform, they make a course, it doesn't sell, and then they leave. So I am definitely in the higher up percentage of people who have made a pretty decent income just on that one platform. And then other platforms started popping up like uh, Skillshare and Skill Success, and I started putting my courses on those platforms. Um, And it it did really good for a while, but I really started, uh, it it came around to a point where I feel, felt like I was getting burnt out because I was in this course creation process. So one issue that I came across with these marketplaces is that because you are competing with other people, your course will trend and then it will go away. And so it's kind of hard unless you're doing outside marketing to bring people into your course to keep it going consistently, unless you're an early adopter, like you mentioned earlier, me getting in with Canva or me getting in on some of these like GarageBand where there weren't a lot of courses in the beginning. I have built up a lot of students and reviews in those courses. So now they rank really well, but to really be successful, the people that I've seen have the most success are people who constantly create courses over and over and over again. Cause once you have one course and you make another course, you can cross promote them and then you make a third course and then you can cross promote all of those. And it works very efficiently. You can do that and you can make really good money that way. But I was getting burnt out because I was doing 16 hour Photoshop courses and anyone who's ever edited video before knows that one hour video could take you 20 to 40 hours a week. And I have a 16 hour Photoshop course. I thought I was going to die when I went through that process. Um, And I was making resources and downloadables and all kinds of stuff. So I really put a lot of heart and soul into these courses. And it was draining me completely. I wasn't spending time with my family. I wasn't seeing anyone. I wasn't going out. I wasn't doing anything. I was just in my office all the time, churning and burning courses. And it burnt me out. And I started coming to a realization that that's not really what I wanted to continue doing. I I didn't like this uh, wheel, hamster wheel of always creating courses. And I started looking outside of marketplaces and realized that there's a lot of people doing very well just having courses on their own website or self-hosting them, as we would call them, uh, on platforms like, you know, Teachable or Thinkific, New Zendler, Kajabi, those kinds of platforms. When I started researching that, I realized that I was kind of working a lot harder than I probably needed to be. Um, I wasn't really serving my audience to the best ability that I could because I was just more interested in cranking out new courses and the other courses would go to the wayside, which I kind of don't like doing that because, again, I want to help people. And I just um, came to this realization that one thing that people like about marketplaces like Udemy and Skillshare I love them. I think they're a great place to get started, but you go there because quote, they will help do the marketing for you. While that's kind of true, there are caveats to that, which we can go deeper into if you'd like to. Um, So that they will help you, but you have to get your course going. You have to get 
an initial traction of reviews and sales. And if you don't provide that, you'll never rank. And if you don't rank, you'll never be on the first page. And if you're not on the first page, you're probably not going to make any sales. So though they do help you do marketing, you still have to do some sort of market generation into the course to get it started. And I realized that I didn't really want to do that. I wanted to move off the platform and really start focusing on my, my own platform, my own website, uh, and, and maintaining more of the control. Because when you have a marketplace like Udemy, Skillshare, Skill Success, any of these, Linda, do the marketing for you, you're also giving up a bit of control. Control over pricing, control over the information that you can keep and not keep, and so forth. And so I kind of hit that, hit that inflection point where I realized I didn't really want to continue with the marketplaces and started looking about how I can market and sell courses outside of the platform and then deep dived into that. And that's kind of where I'm at today. And I've learned so much at that point that I'm now coaching and helping others kind of market and sell courses on their own platforms. Let's take a quick break. If you want tips and strategies on how to start, grow, and monetize your business online, check out the Digital Revolution podcast with Eli Adams. We interview digital experts from around the world that share their personal stories. They talk about what they're currently working on and where they see the future going. But most importantly, they share tactics in their specific area of expertise with the hope of helping you improve your digital presence online. You can listen to the Digital Revolution podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, or simply click on the link in the show notes below. Okay. And then, so tell me about that transition there, Jeremy, from Udemy to then, where did you move to? What platform did you move to? Uh, uh, well, I actually don't have any courses of my own. So what I did was I started reaching out to other course creators that I had worked with before. And I started talking to them and seeing if I could help them set up funnels and automations and systems like that. And so I started just reaching out to people in the beginning. I was just kind of giving some free advice. Uh, now I, you know, have charged for coaching programs, but basically I was just taking a look at someone's business and seeing how we could maybe make it better. Or if they had courses on Udemy, how could we take those same courses and just get them off of Udemy or not off of Udemy, but you know, on their own also and make sales that way. And so I began reaching out and helping people. And I'm very much a problem solver type, type person. I'm very like big picture and can see all the components. Uh, I get lost in the details sometimes, um, but I can take someone else's niche. You know, you give me a niche or something and I can sit back and I can easily think about things that you could offer, things you could sell, things that you could offer as lead magnets or freebies or ways you might want to set up funnels and different systems. And so I kind of found like I was a little better at that. Um, one thing I realized also is I never felt like I was really like a graphic design expert or a garage band expert. You know, I, I just, it's not something that I'm overly passionate about. And so not only was I getting burned out on making courses, but I was getting burned out on making courses. I really didn't care about making much anymore. You know, I don't go around and tell people I'm a graphic designer. That's not a title I hold myself, but here I am teaching graphic design because I know it really well, uh, ironically. But what I did find out that I was good at was just helping others and, and getting them to kind of see where they could, they could make more money or get more uh, students or get a bigger base or audience from uh, some of the things I had been learning in marketing and sales and automation. Awesome. Love it. Okay, cool. So then from there, Jeremy, what advice would you have for course creators that are in that situation now? Let's say someone's watching this, they're listening to this, maybe they've got a course on Udemy that they want to then get off and start selling elsewhere, or maybe they haven't even got it on Udemy, but they've got a course and they want to start selling it. What are some tips there? What's the first thing we've got to do? Let's say we've already got the course. It's just a matter of, of selling it now. What do we do? Yeah, you know, a lot of people are kind of scared about marketing and sales. Um, I think that that's why we're all, all attracted to these marketplaces because we're kind of scared to do it. You know, we don't know how or uh, we think we're going to mess it up or, or something like that. So one thing that people need to understand is that marketing and selling is no more than just helping people. You have to understand that people have an, a problem 
that, and they want a solution to that problem. They want to learn how to play guitar. They want to learn how to bake bread. They want to learn how to run Facebook ads. And there are people out there who are trying to find this information. And it is your, if that is something you know how to do, I feel like it's your duty to go out there and help those people. We get scared and timid that we don't want to market. Marketing is nothing more than relationships. Mm -hmm. It's building relationships with people and explaining to them that you have the education to help them. And you don't have to sell them. You just have to make them realize that you can provide that information to them. And if they feel comfortable with you, if they know you, they like you, they trust you, as we've heard, um, then you can make that sale and bring them into your program. But marketing is nothing more than relationships. And I feel like one place that a lot of people mess up when they go on a third-party marketplace is they don't really build those relationships and they kind of skip that process. And I really, looking back now, uh, I've been doing this, what, five or six years, looking back now, I, I would go back and I would start with a community. I would start with the audience first. So I had a product first, first approach where I wanted to go out and make the course and then try to find out how to sell it. I feel like that is absolutely wrong. I feel like you should go find out where your audience is, have conversations with those people, find out what they actually need and build programs around that. And you can do that in different ways. It can be Facebook groups. It could be having a blog where you're posting content and talking to people. It could be having podcasts and relationships. But if looking back now, the first step that I would take is I would start looking at the community and having conversations with people. Uh, I'm a very introvert kind of person. You wouldn't know that because I love podcasts and I love getting on camera, but you put me in a social setting and I'm in the corner, you know, sipping my drink. <laughs> so we have to kind of get out of that shell and we got to have, have conversations with people and find out what's going on. And, uh, you know, the, we have so many tools at our disposal to do that. Um, Facebook groups is probably one of the easiest and best because everyone's on there. There's a Facebook group for everything. And I, I recommend people just start a group on something that you think you might have, a, you want to make a course on, or if you have a course on something, make a Facebook group around that and get people in there and then start having these conversations. And I feel from those conversations, from those relationships, you can build out a better program and then when it's time to sell that program, you have a following who already likes you, who already trusts you, who already knows how you teach, and they're more apt to buy from you. Yes, love that. I'll even, I'll share a, a story with my first course, Jeremy, which I think relates to that. So first ever course I created was a course for fitness trainers, how to grow their fitness bootcamp. And I created it in say maybe three months and it sold pretty well at the start. You know, it got really, really good reviews and then, you know, it got busier and busier and busier. And a lot of people like, oh, so you just got lucky from the start, you know, or just, just hit it from the start. And, <laughs> and to an extent, yes. But what I did for the two years before that was just mastered running a fitness boot camp basically by going to a whole heap of different courses and conventions. So for about two years, I went to every, every weekend, I was at a different course or a convention or trying a different trainer's class or signing up for something different. So every week I was just talking to people and I just had all this knowledge in my head of everything these people, my ideal people wanted and everything they didn't want that was in my head. So when it came time <laughs> to create that course, it was so easy to create because I'd basically been doing market research for two years. So I think that is an important uh, message, you know, where, yeah, we all want to get a course out and get it up there really quick. Um, but the better we know our market, the better we build our community, the easier it is to sell it. And look, there might be some sort of compromise. You put a course together, but also build a community as well and sort of know, okay, right, you know, this is just my basic course. But once I build this community, then I'm going to another course, depending on what they want or another course, depending on what they need and, and go from there. So, yeah, yeah. you know, I, I was uh, talking to a, a young man and he wanted to create an online course and he had another brand that he followed that he really liked how they did it. And uh, he, he was uh, wanted to teach how to dribble a basketball. And at first he didn't think he could do it. I was like, there's people selling courses on everything, jumping high and, uh, you know, just all kind of pickleball and all. I was like, you can teach someone how to dribble. And he asked me what to do. Like, okay, how do I make the course? What video camera? And see, that's 
that's how I used to think when I started is like, what video camera do I need? Is the lighting perfect? Do I have the right microphone? You know, I got to write out the outline and I got to transcribe, you know, like that's all nonsense. I said, go find five people at the local YMCA mm -hmm. and teach them how to dribble. And it blew his mind. He was like, whoa, what? And I was like, yeah, go talk to them. Go have mm -hmm. conversations. Go talk to these people. Start showing them basics. You know, this is how you dribble. This is how you do it between the legs. This is how you go in circles, you know? Because when you have those conversations, one, you're going to refine your teaching, which is really what you need to do. When yeah. we, I mean, there's so many people teaching courses and most of them don't know how to teach. Unfortunately, yeah. well, fortunately for me, I always felt like I was kind of good at teaching. Um, I'm good at taking in information and then giving it back out in a very simplistic manner. And so when you start having these conversations with people, you start teaching them the things that you know how to do on a one-on-one -on -one basis or on a one-on-many basis where you can see their expressions, you can answer their questions in real time. You're not just throwing up a YouTube video and hoping it does well, but you are in front of people showing them how to dribble. They're going to have questions you didn't think of. You're going to think of ways of explaining things that you haven't thought of before. And so, uh, that was my suggestion for him. I said, first, go find people, go see if you can go see if people are even interested in it. You know, it's a good way to, to judge interest. But when you do, you're going to start having these conversations and there are going to be words and phrases that are said that is now used in your marketing message. So the marketing message is just telling someone that you have the answer to their problem. And one of the best ways to do that is to use the correct language. And so when you can speak their language, when you can use phrases and words that they use, then they can, that, that trust starts to build and that authority starts to build and they're more likely to buy from you. And so you got to go out and you got to have these conversations. It can be in a Facebook group, but if you can get in front of some real people and sit down and talk to them and, and record it, set up a camera, say, hey, I'm going to teach you for an hour and uh, I'm going to record what's said and then go back and watch that later, you're going to hear things that you wouldn't have thought of. They're going to say things that you wouldn't have thought of. You take that information and you put it in your marketing and you put it in your course. And now it's just going to do so much better for you. Yes. Love that. Wow. So many good points there. Let me give a, a quick recap and then we'll, we'll <laughs> go to some finishing points. So yeah, love that in terms of just going out and, and helping people for both sides, right? It's like, and especially if you're good at what you do, because I find like the better you are at what you do, sometimes the worse teacher you are because it just comes natural for you. You know, yeah, you're like, yeah. what do you mean? Just bounce the ball and it bounces back to you. That's all you got to do, you know? <laughs> but if you're teaching someone that isn't as natural as you, you got to find different ways. Okay. And, and you know, mm -hmm. you teach 10 different people, you might have to come up with two or three different strategies yeah. so that all 10 of them do them. So That's now right. when you're teaching your course, it's not just, hey, here's how I do it. It's, hey, I've taught whatever, ideally you want to get to hundreds, right? I've taught hundreds of people how to do this. Most learn like this, but hey, if you can't do this, here's another That's way. Right. Hey, if that doesn't work, mm -hmm. here's another way. You know, when someone will go through your course or watch your material, man, this guy's got the answer to every question. You know, this guy must, <laughs> this guy must be good at what they do. But the only way you do it is by helping heaps of people like that. You'll get better at teaching and yeah, the marketing, because you'll find everyone's asking the same question. You know, if I could just do this, I'll yeah. be happy. I could just do this. I'd be happy. Well, whatever this is, that's the title of your course. You know, that's your right. title well, of your Facebook post. And it, it's yeah, it's your landing page. So when, mm. when you have every answer to every question, cause you've taught a hundred people and you know that these are the best ways you slap that information up on your landing page for your course. So when someone is watching the video or the promo video, or they're reading through that long text and they're saying to themselves, Oh, I would love to dribble, but I don't know. Cause I got fat fingers. And then you say, oh, don't worry about having fat fingers because so-and-so, and you handle that objection. Now you've changed them to say, oh, well, maybe I could do this. You know, well, I can't dribble because I got really short legs. Oh, it doesn't matter if you have short legs because I'm going to show you how to dribble this way. And it doesn't matter how long your legs are. Then you are able to sell more because you have those answers and you can handle those objections on the landing page, on the sales car, the webinar, or however you're selling it. Yes. And I, I've, one of my favorite quotes is if you can explain your ideal prospect's problem better than what they can, they assume that you know the answer. <laughs> so I put, and you should know the answer if you can do that, but I feel like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's one thing to know the answer, right? You should know the answer, you're the freaking course creator, right? But to, it's easier to get that person to purchase if you can explain their, um, their problem.
So I love yeah. that there. Yeah, we shouldn't use dribble as an example because I know nothing about dribbling. <laughs> <laughs> you, no, you did a good job of it. So, someone's listening right now and saying, oh my gosh, he said dribble between the legs. That's not what we call it. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it gets stolen or that's how you lose a game. <laughs> um, cool. Well, hey, Jeremy, there's a few questions that I always like to finish my podcast off with. One of them is around mentors. So you're obviously now a mentor for plenty of other course creators out there. I'm curious to who your mentors have been. And if you could answer this in three different ways. So one mentor that you've handed over cash to, you know, you've done their program or been in their mastermind or whatever it may be. Uh, One mentor that you haven't paid any money to, but you follow them on social media or you listen to their podcasts and you think they're really cool. And then one book that you've read that really changed your approach on, on what you do in the online course world. What can you tell us there? Oh man, I could go on for hours. So I am big into uh, reading and, and motivational speakers. <laughs> so, so I could probably go on for hours about this. Okay, we'll start with the first one. So the first one's easy. Uh, I would say Dan Henry is I've actually invested into Dan Henry's program. It's a high level program. It is uh, not uh, cheap but it is very well worth it. So he has a very awesome process for selling courses, pre-selling courses, uh, high ticket stuff. So if you're, if you want to sell like a high ticket mastermind or a high ticket program, he's, he's really good into that. Um, I just, uh, I, I just really like his style. I really think that he goes at it a really good way. And he has some of these same philosophies, which is why I was drawn to him is because when I started thinking to myself, I'm doing this wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm just working every day of my life, making videos and editing videos and worrying about fonts and worrying about uh, design. I come from a design kind of background. So I obsess over, you know, what the color orange is, you know, (laughs) and I realized like, ah, just, this is not right. There has to be a better way. And I heard people talking about pre-selling courses, selling kind of the idea before you even make the program. And I was kind of drawn to that. And I started uh, looking into his information, listening to him. Uh, and and I got his book. His book is, is really good. You should go check it out. D- Digital Millionaire Secrets. And uh, I just really liked him. I enrolled in his course and um, it's just, it's been a really life-changing. It's just a really good program. One thing is, we are very afraid if you, if you are kind of like me, so I, I am a entrepreneur to entrepreneur. <laughs> like I, I am just bootstrapped everything. I come from no money. So I, it's just been, you know, making money and reinvesting and making money and reinvesting. If, if you're kind of like me, you're very timid and scared to invest into coaching and, and programs uh, because we're afraid that we're going to lose that money or it's not going to be well worth it. But I urge you that if you can find a way, it doesn't have to be Dan Henry or me or you, it could be anyone. If someone could just invest into some type of coaching or consulting program, it will take you so much further than you will get on your own. Because there are people who have been doing this for many years and have gone through all the mistakes, they've seen all the issues, they've seen all the problems, and they are at a much higher point in their life, and they can look down and show you the correct path to take. And I urge anyone who uh, can can do that, they should, because it's just really going to move move you along probably a lot further than you would move along yourself. And we hit roadblocks. You you make. ten thousand dollars and you're super excited but then you kind of hit a roadblock and you got to get to the next point then you hit the hundred thousand dollars and you kind of hit roadblocks because every time that you gain a new level of success all new problems open up it's it's a whole new world you hit ten thousand dollars and now you got new problems you have to deal with you hit a hundred thousand dollars you have new problems to deal with you hit a million dollars there's new problems to deal with so having a mentor or a coach or someone that you're investing in is very important uh, partly because you're investing in their knowledge and partly because you're putting value on the education yourself and holding yourself accountable. So I paid, uh, uh, you know, like I said, his program isn't very cheap um, coming from my background. And so it was a lot of money for me to invest and, and to part with. But I'm also holding myself so much more accountable And this is another thing that I've seen with course marketplaces is they sell courses for so cheap. And this is something else I kind of wanted to get away from was that people will take courses on these marketplaces and never watch them. 
they'll just hoard courses like, oh, course sale, let me buy five courses. I've had people buy all 16 of my courses at one time. And I'm like, no way this person isn't interested in all these things. Either they're pirating them or they just have money to spend. They're buying them because they're cheap and they're never going to watch them. When you raise your prices, people start holding themselves more accountable. So if you're selling your, your course for $10, someone will buy it and never watch it. If you sell for $100, you'll have a, maybe a little higher percentage of people watch it. If you sell for $1,000, a lot more people are going to watch that course because they're starting to invest money into it. And if you're selling a $10,000 program or $30,000 or $50,000 program, you know that those people are serious about change and and improving their lives. And so I realized that I had to do the same. I couldn't coach people and not have my own coach. And so I went out and found some of the best of the best, which I think he is some of the best. And I invested in his program and he's teaching me and I'm holding myself accountable for the value that I've invested in there. Any questions before I move to the next one? Sorry, <laughs> no, it's a long-winded answer. <laughs> no, I love it. Cause I think exactly the same. I'll piggyback off that. So I'm a huge Tony Robbins fan. He's popular mm-hmm. in America too, I believe. And yes. one of his um, one of his quotes is something like, you know, "There's people out there, maybe not in the online course world, but in other in other spaces, there's people that have spent 30 years mastering something. They can probably teach you that in 30 days, give or take, or at least yeah. you know condense it a lot shorter. So it's like you got two options in the online course space. Maybe it's five years. Maybe it's mm-hmm. someone's been doing what you want to do successfully for five years. You got two options." They can teach you everything in a five-day course and you can probably pick up most of it and get ahead or you can spend five years doing it. Now, if it was me, I'll pay that person whatever it takes. I'll learn it in five days and then I'm already at the next level and then I'll pay someone else to teach me the next level and then someone else to teach me the next level. So I think that's important. And even if if you don't have a lot of... Because my only one caveat with this is there are a lot of cowboys out there, you know, who are just selling high ticket things that suck at what they do. Yeah, you gotta be careful. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, be careful. And, and my take on it is a few things, right? What I would recommend to someone is, hey, firstly, do a bit of research. You know, don't just go and watch a webinar and spend $20,000 straight away, <laughs> right? Like, you know, check that person out, check some reviews, follow them for a few weeks, maybe a month, you know, maybe a few months, maybe a few years, whatever, right? But at least check them out, make sure they're legit. So that way, even if you don't get results, hey, it's your fault. You know, you did the homework. You should have, um, you know, you should have done there. And then the other thing is, is you may not have to start with an expensive one. With me anyway, if I'm going to invest in someone's program, uh, I'll start with their, their bottom one. Okay, cool. This person's got a $20,000 program, but they've also got a $1,000 one. You know what? I'm not going to jump straight to the 20. Let me yeah. do the $1,000. Yeah, you know, let me check it out. Okay, this was good. Yeah, I'm in. Sign me up for the 20, you know? And even if you're watching this and you're like, oh, I don't even have $1,000. Okay, it's not smaller. You know, maybe they've got, maybe there's a $100 course. And really, if it's a good course, you should get an ROI on it anyway. You know, you spend a hundred bucks. Great. You know, you make 200 bucks from it. Cool. Now you've got 200 bucks. Now do the 200 buck course. So <laughs> yeah, that's my take. But um, cool. So there's our, our, oh yeah. And also yeah, hundred percent with the paid side of things as well, right? It's like, I think I've signed up for 200 um, free courses over the past two years and I've completed absolutely zero of them. <laughs> but when, anytime I've paid someone more than $1,000, I've watched it on replay and again yeah, and again I and I suck everything in because it's even a subconscious thing, right? You know, it's like if I buy something for a thousand bucks, I'm making at least my I'm money get back. My money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not losing a thousand bucks. I'm doing yeah. whatever. It, I'll find one minute in that video that gives me yeah. one tip. I use it. I make my money back. I'll kill myself rather than yeah. not make money back. You know. So and, and and sometimes that's all it takes. Sometimes it's just that one little nugget where you just get that one tweak where like, oh, you you see something you haven't seen before, and it makes sense. And you're like, oh, this this is the key that's unlocking this. You know, this is the part that really does it. So it's it's important to invest that. But you definitely definitely have to do your due diligence and who you choose to follow. They, it's got to be someone that you you know you like and you you agree with their their values and, and things like that and that they can teach uh dan you know i didn't just uh enlist in him immediately my wife probably thinks i did but i've been following him for <laughs> yeah. some time you know yeah. i've seen him on the funnel hacking live stage you know doing that and i've seen uh other people mentioning him and talking mm-hmm. about his program so you definitely want to do your due diligence and, and make sure but i i feel like you know it, you 
the, the price issue is, is just something that we as course creators should consider ourselves because mm. coming from a platforms that sell courses for so cheap, I used to think that you couldn't sell a course for more than 10 or $20. Well, I know that wasn't true because when I started, my course would sell for 197 and then that went away very quickly. Um, but, you know, I, I started thinking like, there's a ton of courses out there. Who's going to buy a course for $50? And then I get out and I start doing research and I'm like, oh man, people sell courses for all kinds of price points. So don't be afraid to raise your prices. <laughs> yes. Love it. It, it will do, it will do your student good uh, is what I meant to say, because when you are raising your prices and selling it for that, the people who are investing that amount of money, they're serious about the transformation that they want to have. Yes. Agree. Okay. Unpaid. So number two, yes, unpaid. <laughs> who have you? Who do you follow? But yeah, okay, I don't. I don't want to run run out of time here on you. I could go on for hours about this. Um, so the one that uh, I never gave money to. Let me think. It, this is kind of hard to say because I guess you give money yeah. in little ways, you know. You but I would say I, I would say the person that really has has made a big impact on my life um, would be Zig Ziglar. And he's the person that I mentioned at the beginning with the quote. And, and, you know, there are people in my life, like I'm trying to think of people who would help other course creators yeah. because I could say like, you know, my pastor or <laughs> my wife, you know, some other people have really like have impacted me, but I'm trying to think of things that would help course creators. Someone that I follow and, and I love to death is Zig Ziglar. Um, I feel like he has great morals. He's funny. He's smart. He's very motivational. He's a great storyteller. Uh, one thing that I realized as I started, so uh, I didn't read a whole lot of books when I was younger. I made read like maybe a handful of books that were fiction because I had to do a high school report on them. I wasn't very big into reading. When I started getting into the entrepreneurial space and taking things seriously, I started reading a lot. And I was reading about 30, 30 40 books a year mm -hmm. and really just going deep podcasts, you know, the whole nine yards. And I used to watch speakers on stage and listen to the stories that they were telling mm. and the entertainment that they were providing and the education they were giving. So if someone was up on stage and they were telling a story, I was enthralled in that story. And I was like, oh yeah, this is how you do this. They're teaching tactics, they're teaching strategies. Now I sit back and I have kind of more of a third person view where I'm not, I'm listening to what they're saying but I'm actually listening to how they're saying it. And I'm listening to the way that they're saying the stories because I'm learning more now on the way that great speakers speak on stage because that helps us as course creators. It helps us as educators and teachers. It helps if you're on Facebook lives or on a podcast, you start learning the things that they do and you pick up on things. Oh, he told a joke here. Why did he tell that joke? Uh, he paused very long. Why did he do that? You know, so you start picking up these sayings and you can start using them yourself. And so Zig Ziglar is someone I really like. I really like his, his uh, what he has to say. I like the way he says it. But more importantly, I can stand back and pay attention to the way that he's telling these stories because I've heard them so many times that I am like, oh, okay, he made a funny there and it lightened up the crowd and then he hit them with a real serious thing. And so you can use that yourself. And he's someone that I, I, I have given money to indirectly by probably listening to his, his, uh, his podcast. I mean, he's passed away now. I never bought his tapes back in the day, but I have purchased maybe a book of his on, on Kindle or something, but I listen to like YouTube videos and he's on Spotify and I'll listen to those over and over and over again. I wouldn't say I've given him like a lot of money, but he's had a major impact on my life. Just, uh, if you ever get a chance, if you're listening out there, you've never heard of him. Zig Ziglar, Z-I-G-L-A-R. He has a very strong Southern American accent. So you might have to listen if you're not from the States a couple of times, but, uh, it's very inspiring, very motivational. And if you're ever having a bad day, just pop in one of those tapes and you'll be good to go. Yes, I'm a huge fan myself. I've got all his books. Where are <laughs> Secret, good, good salesman as well. Like I love hearing him mm -hmm. speak, but even just his, his sales yep. strategies. You know, I read his, mm -hmm. I got it there, Secrets to Closing the Sale. You know, one Yeah, of the, that's a good one. Yeah, one of the best books I've, I've ever read. And then I listened to him. When I first heard him. He's on YouTube. He's, he narrates the Think and Grow Rich book by Napoleon Hill. Mm -hmm. 
And that's amazing because that's one of the best <laughs> books ever. Yeah. And then I, I'm not sure if it's him narrating it or he comes in and gives his little two cents on, on it. And I'm like, man, that was one of the best. I watched that on repeat, you know, <laughs> again and again. Um, okay. Then let's just, let's limit it to one book, Jeremy. What's the, the one book you recommend every course creator should read? Oh man. Um, so many directions that you could go with this. Uh, I, I, I am helping course creators market and sell their courses. And I feel like it's important because I feel like a lot of people teach course creation and then don't teach you how to market mm -hmm. or you go to a marketplace and you learn how to create the course, but you never learn how to market. I'm trying to fill that gap. I'm trying to say, okay, there's a lot of courses out there and no one's making money. Let's start making some money and showing people how they, how they can market their course. In saying that one of the, probably best books that I've read in the past, um, you know, year or so would be expert secret secrets oh, yeah. by Russell Brunson. And I'm sure maybe your audience probably knows this book very well. Um, but this book is very much about marketing and storytelling and, uh, building a character that your audience will really be attracted to. And it just is full of great information. Um, that book I've probably read three or four times and I've read a lot of books three or four times, but that one is, one that I take a highlighter and I go through meticulously and I read over and over again, just so if I missed anything, I can pick it up. That, that book had a very profound effect um, when I read it. It really changed and shifted a lot of the way that I think about marketing and sales. And I would recommend that book to people, definitely. Yes, that's, um, that's probably my favorite book as well. And it's probably the most recommended book as well. Because mm -hmm. same thing I yeah. ask all, all um, you know, course creator experts, what book do you recommend? And anyone that's a successful course creator recommends that book there because really, and there's a few things with that. I think um, Jeremy mentioned he, meant he read it three or four times. It's not because he's a slow reader. Like I've, I've read it three or four <laughs> times as well. And so it's like a textbook, really <laughs> that book there. Cause it's, it's, if you implement it, like it should probably take you three months to read. If you <laughs> do it, you highlight it. You actually yeah. do what he says to do. Like, and I've compared, I'm pretty sure I've paid courses, paid for like $5,000 courses that aren't as good as that book, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. I probably haven't actioned that book as well as I could have because I only paid seven bucks free shipping or something. <laughs> right. um, but like the content in there is equivalent to, I'd say, a $5,000 course. So I love that you've, you've recommended that. Yeah, and, and it goes back to what I said about Zig Ziglar too. Not only am I reading the book to get the information, but now I'm also reading how he's writing. Like mm -hmm. I'm, I'm looking like, why, why did he start this paragraph with this story? So, so Russell is a genius marketer. I mean, the guy knows what he's doing and he's been doing this. We talked earlier about, you know, course creators can maybe help you for five or 10 years because that's mm -hmm. how long courses have been popular. But Russell's been doing this for a long time and he mm -hmm. studied marketing geniuses who were doing print and, uh, and actual physical mail mailers and things like that. So he really knows his stuff and he's a great storyteller he gets you trapped i mean be careful because when you read the book you're probably going to buy all his stuff because he will send you through that system but he teaches you that system and if you're paying attention to how he's teaching you and how he's bringing you through his sales process you will learn a lot also so it's having an objective view about how these why these things work so good why is dan henry so good at what he does why is his book so good why does his book convert so well why is expert secrets such a good book why do people why is it so recommended is it because of the drawings is it because the drawings are so simple that anyone can get it is it because he can tell a story so well that you can put yourself in the mind of that person and be there with him when he's talking about his potato guns and he's talking about his failures and his successes so it's not just the information, the value ladders and the stuff he's teaching. It's looking at the book objectively and saying, how did he write this? Because once you understand that, that storytelling and that process, you can do that also with your courses, through your landing pages, through your Facebook lives, through your YouTube videos, your blog posts, and uh, the information that you're giving out there. Yes, love it.
Awesome. Well, hey, we better wrap up um, soon, Jeremy. So yeah, it's been uh, awesome. <laughs> a lot of people watching this are going to be like, okay, this guy's cool. You know, I want to <laughs> hear more about him. I want to follow him. What's the best? Do we listen to your podcast? Do we join yeah. your Facebook group? Do we do both? What's what's best? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. So uh, you can just uh, listen to my podcast if you'd like to. Uh, it's Online Course Igniter Podcast. That's I-G-N-I-T-E-R, like you're lighting a flame. I, my, my goal was to, okay, we got the course. Let's put some fire, some fuel under it and get some sales and get some people in the course and start really making a difference. Because if someone has a course that is sitting out there dormant, not making sales, there are so many people out there that could use that information and they're not getting it. So if your course is sitting there not selling, you're doing a disservice to the people who need that information. There's someone out there who, want, who needs to know how to program so they can get that job and support their family. There's someone out there who wants to have a better relationship with their girlfriend or boyfriend or husband or wife. They need your information. Whatever it is that you're teaching, we got to get that information out there. Marketing is the key to that. And marketing is no more than building relationships. So my focus is really on how can we market courses? How can we sell courses? So I have a podcast, the Online Igniter podcast. You can go to onlinecourseigniter.com or onlinecourseigniter.com forward slash podcast. And it'll take you straight to the podcast page. You can also find me on uh, Apple and Spotify and all that stuff. It's a new podcast, but I already have interviews set up for the rest of the year. And hopefully I can get you on the podcast too. Uh, we already talked about, but it'd be great to have you come on and, and share your story with my audience. And uh, that would be a great place. Uh, it's new and I would love for people to come on and hang out. And I also have a Facebook group if you want to go check it out, Online Course Igniter, um, the Facebook group, and you'll find it on there and come hang out and have some conversations with me. Awesome. If you're listening on the podcast, I'll put all those links in the show notes. If you're watching on the Facebook group, just comment below comment podcast if you want the link to the podcast and me and jeremy will get it over to you uh if you uh, want to join the facebook group just comment facebook group and me and jeremy will, will get that link over to you uh jeremy that's pretty much all i wanted to get through today is there anything i should have covered but didn't or anything i forgot to ask you or anything you want to finish this off with uh, no, uh, this has been awesome. Thank you so much. You've done a great job. I've been watching you and I've been uh, looking at the material that you've been putting out on your group and online. And it's just been amazing. And thank you for your time. I just want to say to everyone out there, you know, just uh, keep going at it. Some, some days are hard. Some days you want to give up. Some days you feel like you're not going to make the sales or sales aren't doing what you want them to, or uh, you're not connecting with your audience. Just don't give up. Just keep on going. Keep on going. There were days I remember being there editing in my little office at one o'clock in the morning. My wife and kids are asleep. I'm tearing my hair out, drinking coffee, you know, editing videos. And I just wanted to quit. I want to take the computer and throw it across the room, but I didn't. And I'm glad I did it because I am in a much better place now. Um, I hit the six-figure six mark with online courses. I'm well on my way to seven figures now. I'm coaching and helping other people. I never thought that an introvert like me would be helping other people and helping them grow their courses. And that wouldn't have ever happened. I wouldn't be helping these people had I given up. So just don't give up. Whatever you're doing, just keep on pushing. We're here for you and uh, we'll help you along the way and we'll root for you. Awesome. Jeremy, thanks very much for your time. No problem. Have a good day. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please share it with your friends and don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Check out the show notes for more free resources on how to sell more of your online courses.